0: It's not my weekend podcast. <laughs> What's your point? Jerry G. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. The Lakers just ate the biggest one ever. It is Monday night, May 22, 2023. <laughs> It's late night. It's late night. It's late night. Monday night. Just finished watching the Lakers. Season over. Uh yeah, I thought what the fuck, right? God damn, what is damn? I didn't expect that one. I did not expect the Lakers to be swept, bro. That's embarrassing, bro. that's embarrassing. No, 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 no. Um sí son chingaderas, güey. What can I tell you? A quick little recap of what just happened. Lakers got their asses, what, full Four times in a row. Uh, now, all four games were competitive, man. I'll give you that. And so what it comes down to is a little bit of bad luck. But overall, Denver Nuggets are a better team, bro it it sucks to say it it sucks to say it because i don't really believe it dog even though it's probably a fact right but um i i mean yeah i mean i'm going to admit it i'm going to i'm going to admit that denver's a better team they are a better team bro um and i mean barely It's is not by a lot not by a lot. I mean, if you put them toe-to-toe, bro, you got Jokic, Davis, you got Murray, LeBron James. They pretty much cross each other off, bro. I mean, LeBron scored 40 today. They just cross each other off, right? And then you go down the line, role players. I mean, we go we go to toe with anybody. It's just that our role players, unfortunately, didn't show up consistently enough. I'm looking at you, D'Angelo Russell. Right? I'm, I'm looking at you, pinche... Austin Reeves had a good series, bro. Austin Reeves had a really good series. Everybody else. El pinche. What, was that fool? Num- <laughs> Bad, bro. Bad. Um, I can't even think of these fools' names right now, bro. I'm so upset. Vanderbilt. Man. But we had some good players like Ryu. Schroeder had a good series. Reeves had a good series. Ryu, Ryu, Ree, whatever his name is. Street Fighter. He he had a good series, but and it wasn't enough, and it wasn't enough. And f- first of all, the Lakers should not. This team. I'm talking about the 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 actual, pinche the franchise. I'm talking about this team in particular. I, I've always say I said it. I've always said it, you can't. What I was very confident about is that you can't beat this team four out of seven times. Just, it's it's hard to do that, bro. To beat the Lakers. This Laker roster, this Laker team, led by LeBron James and Anthony Davis, how are you going to beat that a team with those two players and the rest of the team who's playing very well going into the playoffs to get beaten four out of seven times? I, I, I just didn't see that happening, bro, by anybody. You know, I did say the Clippers and the Suns, those are the two teams I was really worried about. Those teams match up really well against us. And have shown time after time that they can take, they can beat us. All right, the Nuggets. I mean, we split the the season series two and two versus them. And as hot as good as they are, and they are they are the number one seed. They were they didn't look as dangerous as the Suns and the Clippers. So once I felt we get through the Suns or the Clippers, we're coasting, baby. We're coast. Nobody else can beat us four out of seven times. Yeah, they can probably take us to seven games, but on that seventh game, believe me, we're gonna beat no who, anybody, anybody, bro. I didn't see a sweep, bro. I didn't see us get swept. I think uh, a lot of factors. I think LeBron James ran out of gas, unfortunately, and I think he's a little bit more injured than he's letting on. You know, he tweaked, he turned those ankles very many, very, several times throughout the series, and he's tired, bro. Uh, Le- and Anthony Davis is. He is what he is. He comes, he shows up, and he doesn't show up. He shows up, and he doesn't show up. He did that consist That's what he did do consistently. Show up and not show up. And then the rest of the bench, we thought, hey, man, D'Angelo Russell is another prolific scorer. I prolific. Ay, yay, yay. He's a scorer, bro. He's not defense. He's not assist. He's a scorer, bro. And he did not score. You know what I'm saying? Reeves is Reeves, bro. Reeves is... Uh, I just think Reeves is just going to get better and better and better. So this is probably the best Reeves we had right now. And he had a good series, dog. Not great, but good. Like, enough for us to make... He he made an impactful. Um, It's bad. At the end of the day, bro, Denver was a better team. I mean, we competed all four games. You know, unlike Boston Celtics. We competed every game, bro. And we had a chance to win every one of those four games. But we came up short. And when you came up short four times, four consecutive times, and you just got to hand it to the other team, dog. You got to be like, hey, man, they're the better team, dog. They're the better team for it. I hate to say it. I hate to say it, dog. Uh, I'll be rooting for Denver Nuggets to win it all. Man, Jokic is the real, man. He's a he's a fucking great player, dog. Um, even though Jimmy Butler is stealing my heart. Ay, 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 ay. Jimmy Butler. He's stealing everybody's heart, right? Like, everyone's rooting for Jimmy Butler. But I don't like Miami Heat like that, bro. Nah, nah, nah. I'm good. I'm good with the Miami Heat, fool. They've won. They've got their titles. I'm good, fool. I, I, Denver, baby. Let's go Denver. Um, My son did a joke. Well, he said he saw a, a, a tweet somewhere. My son was like, uh, Denver versus Miami. That's going to be the first finals on NBA TV, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. He tried to take credit, but no, he said he read it somewhere. I'm like, you hack. Uh, no, nah, he said he, he read it somewhere. Uh, but that's funny. Uh, yeah, but the ratings are going to... Oh, man, the ratings going to... are The ratings for the finals are going to... Yeesh. Not going to be pretty, bro. Not going to be pretty. But bitches, Boston, Celtics, I mean... All right. I know go. All right. Other than that, that's it. Seven minutes. Seven minutes. That's it. That's it. Horrible. Horrible. Horrible, bro. And the reason this one hurts is because obviously next year, LeBron James is going to be a year older. And I, I really feel like, like some injuries coming, coming in. Anthony Davis, bro. I mean, God willing, he didn't get injured in the playoffs for some crazy reason. He didn't get injured during the playoffs, but that he's going to get injured next year again, dog. He's going to get injured again, dog. So we got to, to go through all this all over again. Hopefully build a good enough team around us. And uh and we'll see what happens, fool. But I think th- th- I'm, what I'm saying is that this year was a better shot than next year. You know what I'm saying? Some teams going like, "Oh, next team, is, next year is going to be even better for us. We're going to get stronger, everything." But no, th- we're we're actually on a down slope. Is what I'm trying to tell you. We're on a down slope, bro. And I don't like that. I don't like that at all. All right. That's it. That's it. That's it. All right. How y'all doing, man? How was your week, dog? I hope you guys had a good week, man. Welcome back to it's not my weekend podcast. What's your boy, Jerry G? Uh, man, I'm excited, dude. I'm excited. Uh, so much going on. Uh, uh, my play premieres this weekend, dog. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, La Piñata, bro. So, yeah, I'm low key, a little nervous. Man, I've been going to rehearsals. It's looking cool. It's coming along. I'm excited. I'm fucking excited, bro. Uh, But with that said, guys, I mean, I I don't expect a lot. Uh, You know, this is really for kids, bro. It's a kid's play. And so they're going to invite a bunch of kids to show up. And it's a small theater. So there's very limited seats. So if you really, 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 really want to go, man... Go to Eventbrite, um hit me up. I'll send the link, but it's gonna be like very limited seats, fool. So like I would only suggest you come if you got kids, dog. Really, fool. It's not really a play for adults, fool. So but uh hopefully after this weekend we're gonna regroup how see how everything goes, and if it goes pretty well, we'll do a few more down the line uh in June or something and um for the public. But uh yeah, we're everyone's excited, man. So, it, for those of you who don't know, I wrote a play. in... Uh, man, I'm, dude, I've been working on this thing for like three years, bro. And it's pretty, it's pretty interesting writing a play, dog. Like, it, you know, it's like a screen, it's like writing a screenplay, right? Like, a, like a show or something. And uh, it's come a long way. I've I, I've talked about this before in my in, in my podcast, field, but for those of you who haven't know much about it, uh, basically, uh, Woodcraft Rangers, is an organization who I've worked for on and off for many, many, many years. Um, a nonprofit after-school program. Uh, they received a grant during a pandemic. Uh, X number of dollars, a lot of dollars, and uh, to for theater, for performing arts or for a performing arts grant. And within this grant, they asked to write up of a, a play and put on a play for kids, an original play. Um, and so they hit me up like, "Hey, would you be interested in writing this?" And I'll be like, I was like, hell yeah. And then they give me like, how much uh, we'll pay you this much. I'm like, hell motherfucking yeah. Um they paid me nice money, dog. And so I was like, hell yeah, I was really excited, it's legit, you know. Um they're gonna turn it into the sag and all that like it's gonna be sag actors, um, union actors, it's gonna be all kinds of shit. It's gonna be some press for it. All kinds of stuff, bro But it was also during the pandemic So it was a lot of this Like, man, you know Who knows if this is actually Going to go down Kind of stuff And um, So I started writing it During the pandemic And I had a bunch of drafts, man A bunch of different drafts I had like three different drafts Three different plays Ideas And I was hitting like Walls, bro Like I, It was very More difficult Than I thought Right I, was, I, I thought it was going to be a little I thought it was going to be fun Interesting Easy even It was far from it, dog. It was very hard to come up with an original play for kids with a story. They wanted a a Latino story from East LA, Southeast LA, you know, from the kids that the program serves. The program serves schools around my neighborhood, Huntington Park, Southgate, South Central, you know, Inglewood. They serve all these community around here. So they wanted us to write a play around that focuses on this culture, you know, and here bro so I was like yeah you know I'm down with that and so it, it, they wanted it, they wanted it to be a musical so they brought in a, a musical guy too and so the musical guy was going to write the music for my play right so that this music writer is like a professional fool like he has he's won an Emmy he's done shit bro and also a latino you know, and I, not that I say I was intimidated by him, but I was like looking forward to like working with this guy. And well, it didn't go very well. It did not go very well. We we clashed, and uh, nothing personal. Just he wasn't vibing my. He, was a, he wasn't vibing my storyline, my shit, my writing. He wasn't, and he. You could tell like he checked out like halfway. And because what what would happen is it's hard to explain, but basically I would write my drafts, right? I would write my drafts, and I was all I would work hard for these drafts for like weeks and weeks of writing and fucking thought and every everything. Then I would turn it in, and he would just like like give all kinds of fucking feedback. And a lot of it was good. A lot of it was good. Not all of it was good, but a lot of it was good. There was some good. There was some bad. And so, but at the end of the day, it's my play. Like, I'm writing this fucking play, right? So, I will take some of that advice, some of that feedback. I will use some of it, but I wouldn't use all of it, right? So, but he and I would talk on Zoom or on the phone for like hours, like a couple hours. Like One time, we, we like, we're on the phone for like over two hours going over my draft. And you can, I mean, the way he dissected it, it was like, no, 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 no. Like, a lot of it. I, at least that's what I felt. And I felt beat down by his by his feedback, by his advice. And um, so we talked. And we're professional, bro. We're cool. We made each other laugh a couple times. You know, we're professional, though. We're cool, dude. Uh, and this was early on, right? And then, so... We met for like two and a half hours, and I think this was his breaking point. This was his breaking point because we met for like two and a half hours on the phone, going over all these notes, and basically he was telling me this is how how it should be. And so I took some of that advice, but not all of it. And so I rewrote it, and then we met like a month later again, and we met again, and we went over. This one was with a bigger group with a producer. Uh, with other people involved, right? About two other people involved. Now it was like four of us. Yeah, by this time, we had hired a producer and a director. And so the group was a little bigger. And so we meet again. And this was his breaking point, I think. His breaking point was like, fool, he just snapped. Like, we're talking. We're going over to play. We're reading it. We're reading my new draft, my second draft or third draft, whatever draft that was on by by then. And we're like halfway down the line. And he's like, he's like, you know what, bro? Like, obviously, you didn't listen to anything I said, man. You just made me waste my time a few weeks ago. I met with you for over two and a half hours. And obviously, as as I can see here, you didn't take any of my advice or any of my feedback, which I did. I thought I did. At least I thought I did. And he's like, you know what? I'm good. I'm done, man. I'm, I'm good. You, you do what you got. You do you. Now like, you do you. He didn't quit because he's also getting paid really good. Like I, we're both getting paid really well. And his job is to do the music at the end of the day, right? But he felt, I guess, he didn't appreciate. He just he just felt like I wasn't listening to him, and he was wasting my time. That like, he he was wasting his time with me. And that's from then on it got a little, like, he started, like, kind of, like, fading away, like, being last, like, he would miss her meetings, miss meetings, miss appointments, miss, you know, touching bases, he would just not show up, and it's this through, this through Zoom, dog, not even in person, through Zoom, Um, and so, yeah, so, obviously, I felt it, I felt like, damn, this fool, like, doesn't like me, or whatever, like, So I I would reach out to him every once in a while. And I'd be like, hey, bro, like, can you, like, give me some more feedback? He goes, yeah, you know what? I already gave you, like, enough feedback, dog. Like, you just do you, bro. I'm just going to write the music. And uh, don't worry. Because one of the producers, like, hit him up. Like, hey, dude, that was kind of rude what you did there. You know, at the end of the day, Jerry is a writer. You're the music writer. So just let Jerry do Jerry, man. And, you know, because the producer and director were like, this is good. This is really good. Like, you're making good progress. Like, they were more... You know, they were also giving me some critiques. But at the end of the day, they were like, this is pretty good. Like, this, keep going. But this other guy was like... More like, no, man. Like, basically, I was going in one direction. And he was forcing me to turn left. Like, go somewhere else with my story. And I wasn't agreeing with where he was going with this. You know? Uh, we have a little bit of different backgrounds. You know? Chicano, Latino, Spanglish, not so Spanglish. We had little differences already. And so he was like, no, let's go this way. Bring the story this way. And I was like, yeah, but what if we just keep going this way? I like where I'm going. And he's like, yeah, but your way doesn't really make sense. If more sense, it will make more sense if you go. Like, it was a lot of that. Right? Professional Criticism, right? And which I took very well. I believe I did, but I just didn't agree with his ass. And and this is what I will tell the producer, like, bro, like I like where I'm at. Like I like this. I know I still need help. I know it still needs tweaking. I know, like, maybe this joke doesn't work, or this line is not the line we want here. Maybe we we'll not want to. I I agree. We probably need a better line here. But as far as a story arc. Is concerned, I'm. I like where I'm going, and he didn't. And so, it was that. That was it, that. Was that? So, but his job is still to write the music for this play. Uh, and I just felt like the music. He wasn't just. He wasn't giving it. It's like he was just like half assing it, bro. And it was just like here, here. Have okay. I wrote a song for this. Here you go, kind of shit. And leave me alone. And I was like, "Fuck that's not <laughs> I guess, but it's come a long way bro like we worked our asses off for this fool now we've got actors now we've got music, uh a dance coordinator choreographer producer assistant producer director pinch script supervisor we got a it's a whole production now or deal with four like real actors that like union actors what i mean by real actors i mean like they're union fool these guys do commercials plays theaters they're fucking real actors dog it's going it's gonna be dope you know so but the guy really made me question myself a lot he made me question me a lot and i didn't like that feeling because as a comedian you know i'm in control dog i'm in control as a comedian like i'm in control my own jokes you know, like I know what works. If it doesn't work, I tweak it or drop it or it's my ass. It's just literally my ass. If my stand-up routine works or doesn't. When you're being critiqued like this all the time about stuff that you're writing, man, it takes a toll on you, bro. And at the end of the day, I just felt like he didn't respect me as a writer. Like he didn't respect me. Like he respected me as a comedian of my accomplishments of what I do outside of this. But in this, it, he just, not, I wasn't him for, him for him. I wasn't the guy. And so that's where we had a hard time, bro. We had a hard time with that. And, you know, we went on hiatus for a while because we, we I, I forgot what happened. One uh, of our, our producers quit. One of our producers moved on to another project and it kind of broke everything, everything fell apart. You know, this, cause it was supposed to drop, like, this was supposed to go in production, like, in fall of last year, like, November, December of last year. You know, say, so, so we stopped. We're like, okay, let's start all over in the new year, January. we got to we're gonna find a new produ- producer, and we're gonna restart this shit in January, February, and, you know, hopefully by the spring, where we at now. So everything, and everything worked out, cause once the producer left, some of the actors quit too. They moved on to other projects, you know, they went on to do other things. And so we had to recast again. And so um, I, I like these cats. The, the new cats is dope. They're like they're all about it. The other cast was more like this is just another job for me. But this cast is more like they're like about they're like in, like embedded, fool. Embedded. yeah yay. I don't even you know that's a word fool. But yeah, I think uh I think it's gonna be good, man. I really do. I I mean it's for kids, dog. It's for kids for that standard. You know, when I when I started this project, fool, you know, I've I've always like been a big fan of Pixar. I want to work with Pixar. I want to write for Pixar. I want to act for Pixar. I want to I love Pixar, fool. And so this is my little Pixar moment. This is like my little Pixar opportunity. Like if this goes great, if this fucking goes dope, I'm going to turn it into Pixar just to show them what I can do. I'm not saying they can pick it up or anything like that. But here here's a premise. Here's an idea. It's only 30 pages, fool. It's 30 pages, a monologue, and another 15 minutes of music. It's a 45-minute play, guys. It's a 45-minute play. Um, And I'm like, if this goes great, I'm going to turn it into these fools. And maybe they, this could trigger, trigger something for them. At the very least, show them my chops, what I could do. You know? But we'll see, Don. We'll see. That's why I'm excited because... And at the end of the day, I, it's another thing on my, on my credit and you know, on my resume. Like, I'm a fucking, I'm a, uh, playwriter, bro. That's fucking dope. That's fucking dope. Maybe I could write a children's book one day. I don't know, fool. Like, it's just all these things go with it, like, that come with it that I'm excited about. And I got paid for it. Like, it's dope, man. Fucking dope. Alright? So, yeah. Let's take a break right there. I'll be back after this. Alright, alright. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, yeah. Enough of that. La Pinata premieres this weekend. Uh, I'm sure uh, I'll be at all shows except Friday. Friday, I'm gonna be in Palm Springs at the Caliente Casino. Is that what it's called? Caliente Spa Resort Casino. I'll be out there Friday night. Uh Thursday, Oxnard Levity Live. This Thursday. Oxnard Levity Live, May 25th, dog. And uh hope to see you guys there, man. I love Oxnard, man. Oxnard is a vibe, like the kids say. It's a vibe, dog. Um correct. So that'll be Thursday and then Friday and Saturday and Sunday I'm going to be at the play just hanging out, shaking some hands, kissing some babies. Party literally this time. Um and so yeah, hope you guys can make it. Uh I've been sharing the 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 flyer and the link a couple times. So, like I said, it's very I'm not going to get butt hurt if you don't show up. I really am not. Um this is more for the kids, for the kids that we serve, Woodcraft Rangers. So, I'm excited about that, man. But, yeah, that was a whole spiel, man. So much with that shit. So much more about behind the scenes, what happened with that with the play. But at the end of the day, bro, uh, I'm very proud of it, dude. I'm very proud of it. And going to rehearsals and watching it come to life, watching your fucking lines that you wrote come to life is, uh, man, that's orgasmic as hell for sure. Um, I'm going to have my kids show up. i have my kids there Sunday and my fam is showing up on Sunday as well. So there's two shows Saturday, two shows Sunday. Like, there's a 1 p.m. and a 4 p.m. And then Sunday is going to be like noon and 3 p.m. or some shit like that. So anyways, free, dog. So, all right. But, yeah, after that, just comedy back. I've been off a little bit, taking a little break. It's good to take breaks. But what happens with breaks is that now you get too comfortable, man. I get fucking comfortable. I should have been watching a lot of TV, catching up with Succession. Succession is the shit. I love the show, dog. I'm already going to miss it. Uh, I'm barely in season three so no spoilers I've been trying to stay away from all the season four spoilers final seasons going on right now I'm trying to catch up I watched like one episode maybe two a night before I go to sleep then I've also been watching love and death on HBO Max man HBO Max is a shit dog I'll tell you that they don't miss bro and HBO Max love and death the one with the uh the pinche, the Scarlet Witch right the Olsen the Olsen sister. She gets down, bro. She's pretty as shit, too, man. And it's a dope show. Now, I, I like it. I'm enjoying Love and Death. I'm not done with it. I have one more episode to watch. It's only six-episode season, and I believe it's only one up because it's a true story. And I haven't Googled anything about the real shit. I like to Google stuff after, because like, no spoilers. But I've been watching it, and uh, it's one of those things that it's like a really long Dateline episode, right? Um. Like it's one of those things. Like you could have just made this into a a, a movie, a, a little movie, dog. Like it doesn't need six episodes. But with that said, I'm enjoying every one of those episodes. It's just, it's just you could tell they're just like prolonging it, bro. Like, like there's a lot of scenes that don't that, that we don't even need this. We could have just done without this and just make this into a two hour movie, dog. But I guess. I guess. Uh, I, I recommend it. If you watch it, check it out. Love and Death on HBO Max. full so pretty good. And Succession, dog. It's is the way it's a Succession. They're so fun, bro. They're fucking funny. They're funny. It's dramatic. It's intense. It's good stories, bro. Like, it's a good story. It's good fun. Great acting, dog. Um, I'm pretty surprised, though, with HBO Max. And Succession is specifically that there's very little sex in it. Very little sex. Interesting, right? So for a very raw, in-your-face type of show, very little sex. Hmm. Yeah. Love and death, I can, I can see that. First of all, it's a true story. Second of all, I, that chick Olsen, you can tell she does not do nude scenes. She's, like, too highly respected. ay yeah. So she's not going to do no love scenes, dog. Uh, she did a couple with that didn't show much at all zero very pg all right anyways i recommend it For uh i saw the movie air the michael jordan movie the air shoe. good movie really good movie glad i watched it on amazon prime for free at home because i would not want it to pay for that in the theaters there's certain movies i want to pay for in the theaters and those are usually like uh mcu shit mcu for sure and uh, Pixar, maybe, even though Pixar's been slipping, bro. The, you know, last couple movies have been not good at all. Um, and anything, I don't know. Anything that you, I, I don't know what else I could watch uh, besides MCU. I only watch MCU in the theaters, to be honest with you. But was really good. Great story. Um, I, I think it has, this, it has some loopholes, right? It has some holes in the story. Like, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Let me see here. Uh, Yeah, the running joke for me in the movie, I was watching it with my kids, was like, okay, I get it. We all know who Michael Jordan is. He's the greatest. He's the goat. He's amazing. But in 1984, Jordan wasn't shit. Jordan was a, a, a long shot. Not a long shot, but... He was not a sure thing. He was not LeBron James coming out of high school. He was not. He, like, uh, uh, dude, he was, like, the second best player on his own team in North Carolina. James Worthy was better. There was also Sam Perkins on that team. Real good players. Um, He was not the first pick overall. He was, again, n- n- not the most prolific player coming out of that draft. He was not no Magic Johnson coming out of Michigan State. He was not even a Larry Bird coming out of college, fool. He was Michael Jordan coming out of North Carolina. Freshman, I believe. And he still has some holes in his game, so I'm trying to tell you. Like, he wasn't a sure thing. That's the only thing about this movie that kind of trips me out. Like, I feel that... And Nike wasn't... not Nike was... Nothing back then, bro. Nike was like Skechers back then, bro. Right, and they weren't. They were a long shot, and the only way to get a long shot is to go after a long shot. And a lot of some of this didn't make sense. Like I, I just I feel like Adidas could just match any offer, and if that's where he really wanted to go, like all Adidas had to do was just match the offer, and I don't understand why. And the Adidas meeting, they could have just been more like, yo, I want, like, I want a percentage of every shoe of my, my name on it. I want something more just for me. Even if it wasn't all red. Of course, that was Nike's idea. Uh, but I want something that's going to be more unique to me. He could have asked for those things. And he could have gotten those things. What I'm trying to tell you from Adidas. If he really wanted to go there. And Adidas wasn't shit. Like, it was the shit back then. It really was. So, I, I get it. We all know the story. He signed with Nike. But I feel like... It wasn't as difficult as they're making it out to be, is what I think, fool. Of course, his mother has something to do with it. But how many 20-year-olds listen to their moms, fool? Like, especially when you're throwing all his money in front of them. I don't know, man. Jordan was always risking a lot signing with Nike at the time. And why go through that risk when you had a sure thing with Adidas who he wanted to be with in the first place? Like I don't know dude like some of this didn't make a lot of sense. Um I I feel Nike did a great pitch that time. I think what really happened is that they did a great pitch. They sold them on the shoe and I don't know like I just I, I just I just snowball from there and I think he just got her excited and I don't know I think I think they just did a great pitch and that was enough for him. Not like nah, fuck the shit. I don't know. I mean let me think. I don't I don't know man, but at the end of the day, it's a great movie. It's a great story. Um, I really like the guy who designed the shoe. That was cool, man. Uh, how they designed the shoe, how they made the shoe, and about the fine too. Like I, from what I know, I understood from what I thought the, the yeah they were getting fined, but they didn't get fined till later or so. I don't know, man. It's whatever, though. Like, like 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 Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant came out of high school right? And he was not a sure thing either, fool. Like, he was like the 11th pick. Yeah, people were excited about him low-key, but he wasn't a sure thing. Like, why didn't they go, like, hard on him? Like, like they did on Jordan. Like, give him the Jordan deal. Because they weren't sure, right? They weren't sure about Kobe. That's how I felt about Jordan back then. I felt like, why are they going so hard for this guy? And they weren't even sure about him. I I, I guess. I guess. And then at the, at the end they're like, but basically my running joke was always throughout the movie was like, like, we got Michael Jordan, and I was always like, Who? Who's my like like somebody in the office should have been like, Who's this guy? Where is he from? I never heard of him. What does he do? Does he play tennis? Who is this guy? Like, there, there was all these other players, other bigger names around being bounced around that every time they would say Michael Jordan, people would get excited, like, no, fool, you motherfuckers didn't know who Michael Jordan was in nineteen eighty four, dog. Relax. Y'all didn't know about Jordan until 85, 86. After the fact. After the fact. And, maybe he, and he still started a little shaky. He got injured. Broke his foot. Didn't play for a long time. Like, I'm sure it got really ner- nervous time. You know, it got really nervous. that like He wasn't winning. He didn't win in the 80s. He was getting nine. He was John ja Morant. Like, he wasn't doing much. Like, besides being highlight guy. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, there was Magic Johnson, there was Larry Bird, there was Julius Irvin, there was Charles Barkley came later, like, there was all these other stars who were coming, Dominic Wilkins, there was all these other stars around, also, I don't know, man, Clyde Drexler, Isaiah Thomas, I mean, come on, dude, and they were all like, this guy, and I mean, they, I mean, they got it right, they got it right, but, I mean... He wasn't a sure thing, fool. So I'm trying to tell you. And they got a little too excited over that. But whatever. All right, guys. I've been, I've been, I don't know. I'm, I'm rambling, I know, fool. Uh, I got a little feedback from last week from episode by my mama, Mother's Day, again. And uh, yeah, bro, I, I dug in there a little bit and I got some pretty cool feedback from people. Uh, here's one, fool who says, uh, shout out to if Quinn had a gram. Shout out to my boy Jaime. Move to Texas already. We don't want you here. But remember, you can't come back. Bro, I do love Texas, man. But uh, it's gonna take a lot for me to leave LA, dog. That's for sure. Uh, let me see here. What's going on here? What is this? Uh mm. oh yeah. So people have been sending me jokes now, also. Joke ideas. <laughs> uh here's another one i think this is interesting i would never do a bit like this on stage though but i think it's interesting and uh i'm gonna give you a shout out compa because i think it's well 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 thought of premise it's a well thought of premise i loved it i love the the approach but it's a, a bit i would never do uh spiral c shout out to spiral c uh mention you don't mind if we float some ideas your way so here's one i thought since you're a raider fan Being a Raiders fan is like having a little brother that keeps fucking up their life. Gets arrested, gets DUIs, hangs out with shady people. You still love them, but it's hard. Then moving to Vegas and getting a new stadium is like they married a rich stripper. So you think, okay, finally they've turned their life around and things are looking up. They shaved and got a haircut. And then they go eight and eight or John Gruden is a stripper's shady racist uncle. Then there was this guy speeding his car, but you still love your troubled brother. You see your brother at some family function, and they get out of their sweet new car, and the wife is there, and they seem put together. But then they get in a fight with someone and speed off in a car, swearing with with a bottle of whiskey or something, and falling. Anyway, keep up the good work. Bro, it's not a bad premise at all. Not a bad, a well-thought-out bit, fool. I'll give you that. Um... Yeah, I I mean, the more I read it, the more I like it. (laughs) Uh, I just can't see myself saying something like this. But I used to do a joke about the Raiders back in the day where uh, the Raiders are like that one, the girlfriend that that moved away, but you still love her, dog. So you still like, you know, like they moved to Oakland. They're from L.A. They moved to Oakland, but you still love her. And then you hope that she comes back one day. And because they're in Atlanta, uh, Raiders may come back to LA. So that was like it's that, it's that girl that you still love, and you hope that she comes back one day. But she went out to the she went out to the she she got it she got her she fell in love with some fucking hood ass fool and moved to Oakland. And you still like, you know, that that part. And then so that that was that my dumbness. So it's it's kind of similar. Yeah, it's kind of similar. And that that bit didn't go too well, so I stopped. Uh, but yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah uh it's crazy good shit <laughs> i don't know what to say. now good shit for well, that definitely worth a shout out uh shout outs to alfredo pedrosa your t-shirt is on the way compa thank you for your payment your t-shirt's on the way uh i mailed it out today monday morning yeah monday morning i shipped it all right uh let me see what else we got here uh mm-hmm 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 San Antonio, Texas, I'm coming Thursday, June 1st, first of the month, I'll be out there, San Antonio, Texas. Uh, uh, yeah, I think that's it, I think that's the only one to screenshot, I screenshot, oh, so I didn't screenshot the ones about, people were getting shout outs about my mom's stuff, and they said, hey man, uh, great story about your moms, and this and that, Um, it was, man, I don't know where that came out of, man, I reached a little deep, then. those are, those are those are memories that I really try and block out of my life, dog, to be honest with you. Uh I was tripping out. uh Yeah, for my mom getting sick, almost losing her. I mean, I remember there was a time where I mean, I'm in HP and we got the call, like, hey, come say your goodbyes to your mom. She might make it through the night. Oh my God, bro. I mean it was like eight o'clock at night and she was in intensive care, so you could see her 24 7. But only one or two people at a time can go in there. So we all, like, fucking sped over there trying to be the first ones to her. Uh, I took my dad, and we were fucking crying our asses all the way over there, fools. Fucking the worst situation ever. But she made it through the night, of course, gracias a Dios. And then it, it just she just started improving little by little. Um... Yeah, it was the most horrifying experience ever in my life, dog. And I really do try and block that shit out, bro. I don't like to think of my mom like that. Um, Seeing her in her literal deathbed. Not a fucking pretty thing, fool. Um... Yeah, and then when the doctor said, uh, okay, well, she made it through the words, but, you know, she's going to be a very, very, live a very sensitive lifestyle. She just got to be very careful with everything she eats, intakes. You can't stress her out. You can't, she can't do much. You can't walk much, like, for long periods of time. And if she does all that stuff, she can maybe live five to ten years. I mean, tops. And I was like, tops? Get the fuck out of here, dog. Oh, man, imagine, dude. No, está cabrón, we. Uh, yeah, fool. But yeah, thank you for everybody who reached out about that, man. Uh, that was crazy, man. Um, yeah, fool. Fuck, that got on. Uh, what else we going to talk about? Let me see. I had a couple other shit to talk about, fool. Um, I got into this argument. I was at the mall yesterday with my kids, fool. And let me see here. Uh, and uh, we got into this little uh, argument with my son, my oldest. So my oldest, we're at we're at the mall. And my oldest was like, he plays basketball, right? And he's all like, hey, I need some basketball shoes. Right? I'm like, cool. Let's go. I got you. So we go get some basketball shoes. And he sees these mellows, the mellow uh, ball shoes, pumas. And they're like highlight. They're dope. I like them. They're like super like highlight orange, highlight blue, highlight green. They're fucking pretty ass shoes, dog. You know? Basketball shoes, obviously. And... So he like really likes one of the shoes. And I was like, Yo, well grab him full He's like, Yeah, but I can't I can't use these for basketball. Our coach doesn't let us use shoes that are not white. They have to be white basketball shoes. They, he won't first of all it's not even the season right now, bro. They're just playing practice games and literally practice food. There's no the season's not till fucking next year, dog, next school year. So I was like, okay, well then, fuck it. Just buy them anyway. Get these anyway and use these for school. They're like, they're stylish. They're dope-ass shoes. Right? And they're like, oh yeah, no. uh, That's a a sin or whatever the fuck he said. Um, What do you mean that's a sin? He's like, yeah, you can't wear basketball shoes as regular shoes. Like, you can't... I can't take basketball shoes and walk around school with them. I'm like, but they're shoes they're like for style yeah you're not gonna play basketball with them i'll buy you a different pair just for basketball yeah i'll buy you a different pair just for basketball white ones cheap, some cheap ones baratos barato, whatever Kyrie irvings or whatever and then use these for a regular school day just fucking to flex every once in a while we- wear them with fucking a cool fucking with cool clothes bro with some drip he's like no it doesn't work that way dad like what do you mean like you're not supposed to wear basketball shoes as regular shoes. You're only supposed to wear basketball shoes for basketball. I'm like, says who? And he goes, says everybody. Like, says the rule. Those are the rules. I'm like, well, what about your Jordan 1s? What about your cement threes? What? Those are basketball shoes? But they're like, yeah, but no, we, those are not basketball shoes. Those are actual, like, style shoes, stylish shoes. Like, we don't use those for basketball. We would... People don't use those Jordans. People don't use Jordans for basketball. First of all, they're not comfortable. They're not for basketball. Even though they are technically basketball shoes, they're style shoes. These are the ones you wear every day for school. And okay, but those are I'm like, but those are basketball shoes, dog. Felt like an Abbott and Costello. But they're basketball shoes. They're like, yeah, that but no. Okay, okay. So what are these? These mellows are also stylish. These are stylish shoes that you would wear. With fucking clothes. They're like, no, these are actual basketball shoes that you wear on basketball courts only to play basketball. I'm like, so you're telling me that I can't buy these shoes and wear them outside for the day? Like, you can because you're old. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, you can because you're not a kid like us. Like us in high school... Like, you can wear them. Yeah, you can wear them to a party, but you can't wear them to school. Like, you can't. Like, you can't wear basketball shoes for school. Am I making sense here, guys? I'm sounding like an old-ass head. Ask your kids if this is a thing. Ask your kids if this is a thing. And he's trying to prove this point, point. And so we're walking around the mall. He's like, he's like, show me a kid with basketball shoes on, right, in the mall. that are not Jordans. Jordans don't count. Jordans are Jordans uh and i couldn't find one i couldn't fucking find one dog and i'm like I, I tried to fucking find one and i couldn't find one i mean i didn't look hard but i couldn't find one so he, he kind of got his point there and i was like dude that's fucking dumb so i mean what you're trying to tell me is these, these mellow shoes la mellow ball shoes pumas that are highlight blue highlight yellow highlight green they're the Rick and Morty's, Ikla and other kind of shoes. Like, you can't wear these anywhere else besides the basketball court? He's like, yes, that's correct. And, like, so you wouldn't buy these shoes? He's like, no, I wouldn't buy these shoes unless I'm going to wear them for a game, which I'm not allowed to use. Our coach doesn't let, let us use non-white shoes for the team. And I'm like, well, that's a dumb. Fucking dumb, dog. Like, you can't express yourself. Fashion- you can't fashionally express yourself. That's fucked up, bro. And he's like, yeah, man, that's messed up, man. But that's his rule. So, you really like these shoes. You really want these shoes. But you can't wear these shoes? He's like, no. Like, damn, though. that's a little prejudice, bro. We live in 2023, compa. Like, that's weird. So, we ended up buying white Mellow shoes. Which don't not, don't look as cool. They look like fucking orthopedic nurse shoes. Some fails me. And he, he kind of knows that too. They weren't his first choice or second choice. But they have to be white. And they are basketball shoes. And they are like mellows. So he's like, yeah, I'll take these. I'm like, I'll buy you these other ones too. He goes, but yeah, but I'm never going to wear them. Like, I'm not going to wear them. I go, not even at a party, fool? Not even on Father's Day? <laughs> not even on Father's Day? What if I ask you to wear them on Father's Day? He's like laughing like... Yes, of course I wear them for your on Father's Day, but I can't wear them for school. I'm like, "Man, what world? Man, I never thought about it like that. Like I never I like I get it. I get you. I get you have your basketball shoes that you use for basketball. Like I had a pair that I only use for basketball, but those were my broken-in shoes, my older shoes. Like I wouldn't wear brand new shoes to play basketball. Al contrario, I would wear my brand new shoes for school. To flex on the bitches, right? And then once it got older and old, then I would wear them for basketball because I would fuck them up on basketball. Right? You mess up your shoes playing basketball. You, know, you get them all, all sweaty, dirty. People step on you. You slide. You you know do break ankles. You do all kinds of shit, right? And so I would never wear brand new shoes for for actual basketball. I would wear older shoes. But now it's the reverse. And I was like, they want brand new basketball shoes. The latest ones, if possible, to wear on court, to wear for basketball. I'm like, but not for, but you would take them off and you would put on partly old shoes to walk around school campus. Old beat up fucking cement threes. Like, what? What? Like, you can't wear them with your fit, bro. You got to wear them with your basketball shorts, fool. Amazing, amazing, the world that we live in right now. All right, I think that's enough for me, though. I think that's enough for me, fool. I've that's enough old head, old head talk for me. I make can say way. Um, Lakers are done. That sucks. That really sucks, man. Dodgers are looking pretty good, even though we got some injuries. We'll be fine. It's too early to tell, and uh, I can't wait for football, man. I miss football now. Now that the Lakers are gone, gone football man um let's go denver denver in six i hope i'll be dope i wouldn't mind seeing uh jokic get a championship bro man i i I can't give enough props for that to that guy man he's amazing dude all right man that's pretty much it for me i think i think that's it for me man yo this has been fun thank you for everything thank you for listening motherfuckers Uh, uh again please come out to my shows if possible Por favor. And at the very least, let the motherfuckers know. Let the motherfuckers know that I'm coming. Oxnard, this Thursday. Friday, Palm Springs. Next week, I'll be in Ontario Improv. Ontario Improv, May 31st. May 31st, Ontario Improv. Followed by San Antonio, Laugh Out Loud, June 1st. Then Chicago, with Los Toxicos, June 3rd. So it's going to be busy, bro. Let's get it. Let's get it. You too, guys. Have a great week. I'm Joey G.